0: Grön nummer 39. 50 % prisskutt på blejer med A. Hos Rema 1000 vi allt på i den Norges roligaste blejkutt. 50 % priskut på alle blejestorlekar och typer, alt fra Pampers og Libro till Level. Max fem pakker med prisskutts per
1: handletur. Bare husk huska aktivere kuttet i appen. Rema 1000, alltid låga priser. Welcome to a new episode of the Radical broccoli podcast. We are so ready for this week's episode it is one of my favorites and i just know that after listening today you will feel empowered i fully agree because i felt it myself and just by talking to this very special guest and receiving her energy today something shifts in us that is very powerful so it's me suzanne and Annette, and this is the Radical Broccoli podcast where we talk about everything Radical Broccoli related, you know, whether that is our spiritual development or our self-development, emotions, how to handle them, entrepreneurship, sustainability, wellness, how to basically feel good and do something that we want to do in life, mm. I would say is the overall thing that we're aiming for here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. And yeah, if the first time you're listening, we're also sisters. Yes. We have a business together, and we're from Norway, currently based in Portugal. Yes. And today, we have a very special guest that we have wanted to have on the podcast for a little while. Her name is Sofia Sundari. She is Russian-born, now living in Portugal, actually. And... We got recommended her work from our business energetic advisor, Heath Ellis. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Heath. Um, It was so timely. We basically got recommended, uh, Sophia for a reason I didn't even understand, but it was to get even more in touch with our emotions, to feel better in our body, Mm. and basically to become better businesswoman yeah <laughs> and to grow from maybe a little bit of an energy of a younger girl into a maturity of a woman yeah <laughs> and so we've taken a couple of different courses and we have spoken about Sophie in the podcast earlier but it's been so transformational especially when it comes to cycle or my cycle yeah For the first time in my life, after doing one of the courses, I experienced pain-free cycles and the amount of energy that frees up Mm -hmm. from not having two weeks of the month off. (laughs) I mean, it's wild. Yeah. And it's not only the cycle, but it's like, I would say for me, my general mood, my energy, my inspiration, my feeling of connection to myself and others, learning to actually open up my heart and to do things that i find pleasurable but also scary and to not let myself stop from fear these are all things that Sophia teaches us so beautifully in her courses and her materials like her book Mm -hmm. she is a transformational leader with focus on spirituality relationships and sexuality and since 2012 she has had over 100 transformational events worldwide um She has a best selling book, she has online courses, and a podcast which is called Boundless Love. So, in this episode, we dive deep into many big topics. Yes. Among them, how we can be more um, in tune with ourselves when the emotions come. Yes. How do we know? And learn how to step into the unknown and into fear. For example, if you want to quit your job, if you want to make the move. How do we be with ourselves? Mm. And how do we listen more to our soul's calling, if you can call it that, or like that pool we have? Yeah, and she also tells us her story, how her life completely turned upside down due to some dramatic events. And what kind of pushed her into becoming the woman in the position that she is today and uh, we talk about the balance between feminine and masculine energy a massive topic for us to learn, especially as entrepreneurs how do we balance ourselves between the creative, soft, flowing and the actually structured, directed, action-oriented in order to also have optimum health within that Mm. and we touch upon cycle health um, even pleasure, sexuality all of the big topics basically uh, so there's something in here for absolutely everyone. Yes, also for men, men. and women. And um, I just really hope that you enjoy the episode. And as always, we would love to hear from you what you think, what you want to hear more of. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And uh, I just hope that this brightens your week and make you feel even more confident, ready. Amazing that you already are. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will also love it if you want to rate our podcast in the iTunes app. So lean back and be open to this fantastic information. Take what resonates and leave the rest. And let's hear from you after. Welcome to our podcast, Sophia Zimbari. We are so lucky and honored to have you here today and uh, we're both in Portugal which is (laughs) fun but welcome to the show. How are you today? Yeah so good, so excited to talk to you. It's always
0: a pleasure to talk to people who have done my courses and um, I want to just really feel how it impacted you so I'm really excited to talk to you and see what what where do we go in this journey today
1: yeah wonderful and uh, i think we've talked about you before on our podcast but it would be really really nice to hear your story and how you got into the work from from you and uh, if you want to share a little bit about that it'd be beautiful
0: Hmm. yeah Uh, so i've um not always been uh, this person who speaks about love who empowers women and men from all over the planet to find their own way to serve love to open to love i certainly have been in a completely different place just some 12 years ago i was living in russia that's where i'm from and i uh, studied law uh, the only reason why I decided to study law was because it was the only subject I could study in that university that I chose where I didn't have to pass math exam. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so that was quite a, quite a peculiar way to choose my future. But anyway, that's how I was uh, educated. That's the best I had at the time. And uh, so I studied law and I ended up working as a lawyer. And it seemed like a very normal life, just like looking for success, looking for validation, looking for income, looking for relationship. But somehow, just deep down, I was extremely unfulfilled. And even I didn't know that I was unfulfilled until the moment something really huge happened in my life. And that huge event was death death of my really really close dear friend my best friend at the time he was also my boss he was also initiating me into the world of mystery he introduced me to carlos castaneda and somehow like i was tasting something else through him he was really like total in all he was he was a bit crazy but in a kind of edgy but also beautiful way and then he was a huge pillar in my life and um, when he died I remember that moment of just being completely at a loss like wow what what is the meaning of life from here on like how can I do it without him first of all because he was such a solid pillar for me and then also i started to question like what actually i also can die any moment really like any moment it comes so so unexpectedly i saw him on friday on sunday morning i heard i got the news that he was dead and i really started to question uh what i was doing in life and in the midst of that also something really interesting happened to me that i was like in my early 20s And I was known as being quite sensitive, quite chaotic, quite just a normal early 20 year old uh, lady, girl. (laughs) And and then all of a sudden I started to behave in a way that I did not know myself and nobody knew myself. It's like all of a sudden from somewhere, some kind of invisible power was moving me and I knew exactly what to do, how to arrange his funeral, how to Uh, communicate in my office how to uh, take care of his assets how to like I was doing things from like just guided by something and now looking back I can say that it was um, like I found presence in the midst of chaos and it was an awakening experience in fact so that was a huge pivot in my life and from then on just lots of events were happening that were just kicking me out of my life and I was holding on. I was really trying to hold on onto life how I knew it to be. And I really didn't want things to change because I didn't want to lose my comfort. But um, eventually I got really kicked once again because I got fired completely mm. unexpectedly from my law job. I got fired and I was like, whoa. First I started to look for a similar job, but then inevitably I got really depressed. And I had to go really, really low to see, actually, that I didn't want to have the life that I had. But what to have instead, I didn't know also. So I was in this unknown, and the void, what I call now of not knowing, completely not knowing, like not having any options. And then it's so tempting in that void to take any kind of option, to get another job that was available, to get something. But i was just in that void and the jobs that were offered to me they just somehow 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 they felt off and in that moment i uh decided to somehow to look like okay but what's really my problem and i figured at that time that my problem was that i had a very low self-esteem And I thought if I had a better self-esteem, then I would have attracted the perfect relationship that would have saved me from my miserable life, and that would be my happy end, and and a a ticket to happy life. And so I started Googling, and besides all sorts of just... normal advice how to boost your self-confidence I came across a really really powerful personal development material but like really powerful like even today I'm like wow it was like grace that I came across that because it was something along the lines of quantum physics but so brilliant basically I was reading this book i could not stop reading i was reading at night i was reading in the morning i was reading during the day and it was just all about how we each and every one of us is a creator of our reality Mm. like really like and he was giving specific examples specific reasons specific explanations and everything every word was just hitting right into my heart and i was like Whoa. It seems like there's a whole lot of life available that I had zero awareness of. Mm. And within a week of reading that book, uh, the book is called Transurfing of Reality by Vadim Zelen. It's a Russian author. Nobody knows him. Nobody Nobody. He doesn't show his face. He's a completely mysterious figure. All his books are available for free online. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, and he... Is uh, so within that week, miracles started happening, like real miracles. People were reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, we want to pay you money, and you do for us the thing that you know how to do because you you worked in that field, and we don't need you to be employed. We don't need you to have a contract with an employee. We just, you just we just need you to do that." And I was like, "No, no, but I'm not employed." And then, "No, no, no, you do that." And I was like, "What?" this is interesting and in a week i made enough money not much like three four thousand dollars or something but that was enough for me to make the money and just buy the ticket to india because i had somehow calling to go to india and to study yoga there and then i did that so i just bought my first uh one of many i didn't know at the time but it was the first one-way ticket i bought without knowing where I was going to go, without knowing any people there. But I came and uh, I knew I had to distance from my old life. Mm. And that basically was the start of my new life because I ended up in a, in a world where like, uh, the connection and the level of the heart mattered where people could see that there is not only the material reality of like, that's what you do. That's what you get. But there is a, a subtle world that is beyond that. And I started to really intensively study yoga and meditation and doing meditation retreats and
1: practicing tantra. Uh, and, um, that's it. <laughs> wow. That is such a beautiful story and powerful. And, uh, I can also see myself in parts of it, being in the unknown. Both me and Annette, we used to have also, I would say like I was in the corporate, Annette was in the military, and then something called us into the unknown before we started creating what we're doing now. And that's also what many of our listeners are feeling, this kind of wanting of a change, but not knowing how or when or where or what to do or what it feels like to quit and then not have a plan. All of that is quite overwhelming. Um, but it's something that we wanted to talk to you about because we know that you talk a lot about it in your social media and podcast. And, um, is there ever a right time to do that jump? You think? Hmm.
0: Um, I think there can never be a right time in terms of the comfortable time. <laughs> yeah. Like the, in the ideal world, we would go like, well, you do your work, you save enough money and then, you know, you have enough money for a couple of years and then you can play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's an ideal world, but, you know, we live in a, in a world which is like, we cannot usually foresee those things. And if it happens, it's brilliant. Like it's when people do that, when they can create that for themselves, it's brilliant. Mm. However, if they are already saving for later, it usually, or for the time when they quit, it usually means that they already feel to do that. They just wait. They just wait and they suffer in the meantime. And in the meantime, their soul is slowly, slowly suffocating. So, um, like, you know, there's no right or wrong, but uh, I have uh, students and I have people in my circles who have leaped like that, like I did, and they quit their whole life, they closed their businesses, they closed their contracts and so on and just leaped because they felt this this sense of unmistakable uh, thirst in the heart. Yeah. Something that they couldn't really explain, but something that was like, wow, there is so much more to life that you are experiencing and there is no more time to waste so um, and then people make this this leap and uh sometimes it's very scary and actually it has to be scary it will be scary and fear is not a bad sign fear is not even a bad emotion fear just is and uh, in leadership as i believe uh the best thing or the number one kind of um, tool for leadership is to learn to walk with fear Mm. so to feel the fear and still walk because fear is not going to go away, and every level, no matter how far you've gone in your business, there will be fear. If you are expanding, there will be fear, mm. and um, it's uh, fear is like a doorway. Actually, you can feel that there is something, there is something potent there on the other side, and uh, to live with fear and still not be stopped by fear, not
1: collapse in face of fear, that's a huge, huge practice. Mm, Yeah, it's so soothing to hear, actually, (laughs) because it's so true. Every time you expand, there's this new level of fear meeting you. And then how how do we keep an open heart and go into fear? I know that's something you share a lot about, too, Um, especially on the course that I took, Come My Love, uh, which has been so strengthening to learn how to be with the emotions. Can you talk a bit about that?
0: Yeah, the emotional mastery is like, um, it's an emotional intelligence that we develop. So it's a different kind of intelligence. So We normally know in the world this one intelligence that you, you develop with your mind, that you can think quick, that you can solve problems and so on. But there is another type of intelligence, emotional intelligence and this is a really really important one and we are not taught this intelligence as we're mm-hmm. growing up maybe now it starts to happen you know now the the children that are growing up now like i see now those conscious mothers that have this education and themselves they can teach it it's it's a blessing for this generations that are being birthed now but in our generations it was not uh, common yeah so uh, but it's such an education that i believe that it's something like in the schools they are missing out on a really huge point to teach people to be emotionally intelligent to teach people not to collapse in face of rage in face of fear that is paralyzing in face of sadness and inside in face of grief when we are repressing those emotions and when we're not feeling them we're not they're not just disappearing yeah, people. there's also this whole thing like you need to be high vibe yeah if you want to manifest good things you need to be high vibe so don't feel feelings well there's a difference between feeling feelings and indulging into feelings yeah. so to feel feelings is a it, there's just no way there's no life without it emotion is energy in motion and all of life is energy so it's like we need to learn to feel things and yet not be swayed by them not indulge in them not collapse in face of them and how to do that because it's like wow it's incredible same with sexual energy Yeah, I work a lot with sexual energy as well and then also with sexual energy people say wow but when I I felt so attracted to him I couldn't help it I forgot he is a partner of my best friend or she was so hot I completely forgot about everything else or in the emotion yeah I felt so upset with him so I called him uh, a lousy something and kicked him out yeah All of that means that we are not capable to be with our feelings to just feel them to hold them and not make decisions out of those feelings Mm. and how to do that is to hold something that we can call unconditional power Mm. internal power that is not dependent on anything that is not dependent on how we feel of unpredictability of not knowing what's next but there is a power inside of every human being that we can grow in and actually we grow into it by feeling the emotions by expanding our capacity to be with unpredictability and difficult emotions and so on and then we learn to di- distance those things to go like okay these are my emotions and this is me this is not an unmeshed situation and where it, where me? I can feel into what are my standards, what are my boundaries, what kind of environment I'm standing for, what are my values, what I'm really here for, and how do I communicate from that place, Yeah, and what's going to happen if, even if I see someone so beautiful and I'm so immediately touched by them and opened by their beauty. Does it mean that I need to jump into that connection or I'm, I'm feeling so upset about something some person has done? Do I does that mean that I need to lash out at them and uh, expose all my anger, or can I still feel my anger and be be okay with with what is? be okay and breathe and remember that it will change like the emotion will change. like it's mm-hmm. inevitable. We yeah. all know this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's almost funny when you're in the state of fear or confusion. Your brain almost wants to stack up every memory that reminds you of that and almost convince you that it doesn't pass until you learn that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's a huge work because what triggers us is not the experience itself because we may go like, wow, how can you speak like this? Wow, how can you speak like this? Why this person is doing this? Why they are showing up their wealth? Why they are showing up their cool lifestyle why they are being so mean all these are triggers basically Mm. they are not real like i mean they feel real in the moment and they feel they they feel real like that's that's a valid thing and at the same time they actually those reactions they come because they remind us of something that happened in the past Mm. and then there's a whole work of sourcing it and remembering actually when this feeling originated Mm, right
1: so how can we start to tap into that unconditional self or the love or the center how do we even start to know um what is what what is the feeling what who am i (laughs) this is a big um, learning experience but how can we even start to cultivate that
0: yeah it's this uh, work of self-awareness like developing self-knowledge and self-awareness and questioning i think that's the number one thing to start to be open that things may be not the way we see them yeah just this openness like i think it goes so far like to have this openness because we live in a world full of self-righteousness where it's like People fight, enter into endless debates and so on, proving their opinion. But then what if we just step back and go like, wait a second, maybe what if I'm not seeing something here? Just 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 a moment of question. And actually this question is is a pathway to life of discovery. And it's fascinating to keep discovering new parts of yourself, new parts of life. And then like, okay, if if this situation in my life is going on. Can I step back and just see what does it bring up for me? How, like, where, where am I in that? And is it me or who are those voices that I hear in my mind? Are those voices of my grandmother, mm. my mother who was telling me this is how good girls are, this is how <coughs> you should be, this is how the good men behave and uh, all of this. But to detangle yourself and to be able to uh, recognize okay, these are my patterns, to get to know our patterns, these are my patterns, and to see that you have a choice to react either from a pattern or react from free will. And when you see that, boom, you reclaimed your power.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's massive and super, super important. And I feel like it's also sometimes humbling ourselves a bit down. Maybe sometimes we're like, on um, blaming other people or blaming circumstances or, and being like a victim in our own world and not seeing that we actually can create and how powerful we are.
0: Mm, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Like you can say humbling, but at the same time, it's, I I find that, uh, it's empowering.
1: Yeah. Empowering It's like you're taking back your power. Yeah. I fully, fully agree. And, um, Another powerful topic that we absolutely love to talk about is um, the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. And especially in the times we're living in now, I feel like there's a huge change going on compared to how we have lived as women thousands and thousands of years back. Um, We've had a whole equality um, transformation the past years and There are a lot of different opinions on how how the balance or how the roles between the genders should be. Um, And in your courses, we've learned a lot about feminine energy and masculine energy, and even within ourselves and within a relationship or within manifestation and creation. And um, could you try to explain to us a little bit about the feminine and the masculine energy to our listeners who may not have heard as much about it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, these these terms can be very confusing. (laughs) There may be a lot of very different information because also different people use them in different ways and actually different spiritual traditions also use them in different ways. Mm
1: -hmm. So there's
0: quite a lot of um, understanding of what does it actually mean so we, we know that, uh, like for example, in shamanism, they speak about father sky and mother earth. Then yeah. it's like, oh, so is this is like this. Okay. Then we know about yin and yang from Taoism, where there is the yin, is the, uh, like the earth, very soft, very big, very still. And the yang is the active, directive principle. Yeah, then there is also Shiva and Shakti in the Tantric tradition, in, in the Indian tradition. And uh, Shiva is the pure consciousness and Shakti is all of life. So it's like there's so many approaches to that. And I like to see it on uh, two levels. One level is horizontal level and one level is vertical level. So on the horizontal scale, we have... Uh, the feminine and the masculine. So we can imagine the feminine on the left and it is it does have to do with the left side of our body and the masculine on the right. So it's interesting that sometimes we see that uh, there are issues or certain illnesses that are happening only on one side of the body. And then it's quite interesting to see psychosomatically like if all the issues are on the right it may be that the masculine side is asking for attention. Mm. And so the masculine stands for... On the horizontal level, it stands for directing your energy, being emissive, being active, there uh, dir- yeah, are directive, being exp- like uh, directing the flow of the feminine. And the feminine is that flow and is the receptivity. So the masculine is penetrative, the feminine receptive. The feminine is the realm of um, fluidity and. Change and um, openness and the masculine is all like single focused attention. It's all about like really knowing where we are going, setting the goals and the feminine is more like just feeling, sensing, opening, and um, receiving mm. Then on the horizon on the vertical scale, it's very different because on the vertical we can say that, Both those qualities that I just named and everything else that we can ever taste, that we can ever see, that we can ever name even, that we can touch, that all of those are Shakti. All of those are feminine. So life itself and all the manifestations of life, that's all of it is a Shakti the richness of it all. And then on the upper uh, plane, so it's below we see the Shakti and above we see the Shiva, which is space of pure presence that gives space to it all. Mm -hmm. That is the background of life that is always, always there. So if you are in a room, the room is that principle of pure presence or the Shiva in Tantra it's called. Um, and everything that's in the room and our conversation is the Shakti everything that this space holds so there's there's quite a lot there and we can like when we look in our internal dynamic uh, like for example uh, following up with agreements and honoring our word would be honoring the masculine mm-hmm. and honoring our flow and what is correct in the moment and being a- extremely receptive to the moment it will be honoring our feminine Mm -hmm. so like when we speak about um business or entrepreneurship then those both i believe they need to be like when we speak about feminine business there still has to be the masculine part where we are honoring the words we are giving when we are honoring agreements we are entering when we are honoring the structure that holds our capacity to be created creative and expressive Um, it holds it and then it creates a safe space for it
1: Mm, yeah and how because I do believe that I know I've been very conditioned to the doing the always being productive the doing and that is how you create results and slowly but surely my body told me (laughs) that is not the way because that results in burn burnout and fatigue and, and not sustainable at all. Uh, and so for me, that was of course a way into understanding this flow and how we can balance it all better. But how can we tap more into this feminine energy as business leaders, as you know, when we have things that we we do want to achieve and we do want to. Create. How do we tap more into this, this balance? Uh, so I find that it's uh,
0: really honoring. First of all, both like choosing to honor both, and to go like, okay, so for me, in order to create what I want to create, I need to really give space to my creativity. I need to be really. Full from inside, and then I can create. Yeah, that's the feminine way. Mm-hmm. You are so so full you don't need anymore from others, but you are so full you are outpouring, and then this creation becomes really meaningful, and then it is it's it's good for you and it's good for everyone else you're serving. But then for that, it doesn't just happen. Like you need to have like a clarity around what you need clarity about yeah for some people it's about having schedule for the day yeah that's a masculine structure or it is really making sure you have those two hours a day when you're by yourself and you are they are just sitting with the trees in nature maybe that's for some people that that's what they need so it's like we ch- figure out like we use our uh, capacity to see to to see with clarity and to figure out, okay, what do I need in order to really be in that f- outpouring of my fullness? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, as you said, like if we only focus on like a kind of traditional way of doing things, of just like doing, doing, and doing more and giving more and giving, then you end up burnout. Yeah, so it's just pushing, pushing, pushing. But uh, masculine way is not a bad way, but when it's imbalanced. It becomes detrimental to our health, to our hormonal system and to the way of of, of our hearts, really.
1: Mm. But does it mean that, uh, let's say that men who um, recognize themselves with more masculine energy, will they have a bigger capacity to do and do and do tasks without needing um, to set a structure first and then flow? And then for women, it's more important to to have more time to flow is it like that
0: so for men it's also important to honor their feminine because when they don't they disconnect from their hearts and then they also suffer and they feel really lonely and disconnected and that uh, they have to sort out all their problems by themselves and and so on and these are kind of very typical masculine ways to be but in the way we are built in our hormonal system and just how our brain functions like you know it's like you know now we are questioning the gender like lots of people they really don't like those terms but in biology, it's also like this. Like, men's brains are different. So what, what men are really good at is focusing in the masculine energy. They're yeah? focusing on one thing at a time. So, you know, if, you are, uh, if your man is busy working at the computer and you are trying a new dress and you want his <laughs> attention, like, don't do it when he is busy working at the computer because he's focused on his mission in this moment. And then when you come in with your, oh, how's my dress looking? it's like it's not how and he might say something that that is not pleasant to hear but actually it's just because he it's it's not how he's built like when he's finished then he can focus on your dress and really be there with you and your dress (laughs) so yeah but still also for men um, now also men are recognizing, and also men are also uh, you know very sensitive and they have repressed their sensitivity early on in childhood but uh, men when they're also given permission to just feel they also remember that ah I also need space to just of, n- of just being with just pure spontaneous creativity not just go 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 and do do do
1: mm. yeah and no. I Yeah, that's super valuable information for all of us, um, for all of us listening. And I feel for myself sometimes that if I'm too much in the masculine energy, focusing, structuring, I get really tense and it physically starts aching. And I can also feel it in my cycle. When I get my period, it gets more painful. Yeah, makes sense. Absolutely. And that's something that I haven't connected before in the past months, actually. And it's just valuable, and I want to pass it on to everyone who needs to hear that: that we don't have to suffer a lot during our cycles. Mm, Yeah, I think that was one of the most important things learned from you as well. Uh, I'm so happy. Yeah, it's so unnecessary.
0: Like we don't the the periods are not supposed to be painful.
1: No, but we
0: grew up like that. (laughs) Exactly even just this information sometimes people are like what i thought this was just the most horrible time of my month and that's how it's meant to be but no for yeah. everyone even for people who have this chronical thing and really long and really heavy periods it doesn't have to be like this and it can be changed and pretty easily actually
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and all the energy and time we free up from not having half the month off mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah n-
0: normally we hurt during periods because we are trying to do something else that the body and our biochemistry. So you know, it's not just like esoteric knowledge, it's actually how our biochemistry functions. We as women we, we so we are so changeable. Yeah, that feminine is so changeable. So our uh, hormonal system is constantly changing. Our hormones m- m- change day to day. So then when you push yourself to do exactly the same thing, to work out every single day, to eat the same food every single day, to do the same activities every single day, regardless of where you're at in your cycle and your hormonal balance, then we start to hurt. And then the periods become painful because they want, like, nah, 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 attention, <laughs> <laughs> stop this, it's not yeah. how I'm made. And you, and actually, and it may say, like, oh, oh, but I really want to do those things, but oh, it's such a bummer, like, I really wanted to do that. Well, actually, there's incredible wisdom because in that yin phase, and that slowing down phase around the period and during the period, we are so receptive we can receive the greatest downloads like in tribes they ask uh, women Mm -hmm. to journal Uh, they used to ask women to journal and to express their visions that they got during their period so that then the whole tribe will set up their whole um, action plan for the next month due to the visions that the women are having when they are bleeding It's really powerful and we can utilize it in our life. There's great insight and great meditative states accessible to us uh, during Mm -hmm. that state.
1: Mm. And imagine a society more built around, you know, women actually having a cycle. Because now, even in school, in high school, it's all set up to perform the exact same every single day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we have to start taking responsibility ourselves and setting our own. Boundaries and structure and work around it as as much as we can and I mean it's for us it's amazing because we know this both of us and when we have our periods we both give each other at least the two first days we're not doing we're completely relaxing which we've learned from you and it's changed so much
0: oh I'm so happy so beautiful and that's how we change the world you know like by Take it, like by becoming aware of that and going like wow there's a it's a possible to create your life differently and then you are doing that and then someone will like try to schedule something you're like oh no you know today i cannot i'm, I'm on my period let's see and they're like what you're on your period you cannot and yeah then, you know that's that's how the world changes
1: <laughs> yeah because i feel like there has been an opposite also movement in society where it's like if you have your period you can work out more and Uh, counterbalance the pain by being more active and I don't know I I felt like I saw that route and then I saw the other one and I'm like no this feels better (laughs) (laughs) easier much more resonating with me that we actually are meant to relax and rest and uh, I have totally embraced that and also listening to the body's different cravings during the different parts of the cycle it's absolutely fascinating how much it changes
0: ah uh-huh, beautiful the yeah. body is so wide. we are so intelligent like that's yeah. the thing you know as human beings we are so brilliant naturally if we just dare to listen we
1: know everything <laughs> yeah that's a very important reminder yeah <laughs> <laughs> most definitely and what do you see as the in lack of a better word benefits of tapping into that feminine energy in business and in well, in life as well, business is a big reflection, I believe. But what do you yeah, see as the big benefits of, uh, of being more in tune with your feminine in the business, in life?
0: Well, we honor the naturalness of how we are built. Yeah, like, and even calling it feminine, and some people will, like, mm, what is feminine? I'm a feminine. man. No, it's like, it's just honoring the natural ways of life. Basically, that's what the feminine is. And um, prioritizing connection. Yeah, prioritizing just stopping everything and just taking some time to connect with people who matter and connect with yourself and really check like, is what I'm doing now correct for me? Am I in the right path? Am I in the right relationships? Am I really in the right environment? And uh, then, yeah, we are prioritizing the ways of of nature, the ways of of life. And um, if more and more people did it,
1: and yeah, that would be a, a different society we would be living in. Mm, yeah. And what about and oh, you also talk a lot about pleasure mm-hmm. and the importance of it, and I believe. That's also very easily forgotten when you try to achieve all the time. What about the pleasure? So, how how important is that? Yeah, totally.
0: Um, You know, we all know, or many, many people know, how growth through pain feels. And we know like okay wow that really hit me like i shared the death of my friend it really hit me that the being fired really hit me lots of lots and lots of other things in my life really hit me and i've changed and i've really grown through that and i know how to walk through it and i know how to hold my clients as they're moving through it and i yeah like uh it it changed me and it shifted lots in me but the other way to grow to grow through pay, through pleasure <laughs> it's something that is far less explored and it's a new paradigm actually it's a paradigm that we don't quite have that much awareness of but by leaning into pleasure and letting ourselves choose pleasure and focus on things that are pleasurable and pleasure is in in all the ways yeah we receive pleasure through all senses through sensation in the body through touch through taste through smell through visual yeah so when we focus on creating a life that is full of pleasure that even in your environment you you create something that is beautiful and where you, when you are there you know that you are held mm-hmm. and you know that you you are in a space where where you are worthy When we choose to feel pleasure, it's like we're communicating to our brain that we are worthy. We are worthy of that and even more of that. So that's one way. And then there is another way uh, going into pleasure by teaching ourselves to feel, to really, really feel. And then we can recognize that there is pleasure in even feeling the uncomfortable feelings, like feeling Mm -hmm. that we would naturally want to avoid but when we teach ourselves, like when we really should get serious about what we talked earlier, the emotional intelligence, and we really want to cultivate this unconditional power internally, then uh, when we start to treat life and all events of life as an opportunity to feel, then through that feeling, there also happens a very pleasurable experience. Mm. And that's very difficult to grasp because there, there will big arguments like, well, how come like, I feel full of anger? Like, What kind of pleasure is there? <laughs> and actually, I know that for many, many women specifically uh, who didn't have orgasms in their lives, who didn't have like, orgasm during intercourse, it is through feeling their anger that they unlocked their orgasmic potential.
1: Oh, wow Mm.
0: because anger is just an energy it's an energy of fire for example and many of us to be a nice girl Mm -hmm. you need to be you need to behave like this but when you tap into your anger and it doesn't mean at all not at all not at all that it's about lashing out on others No, it's about it's your internal work of feeling it inside of you and then feeling how this fire rises through your whole body and noticing wow how much pleasure there is in this fire Mm. and it's a different kind of pleasure it's not just the pleasure of like touching your cheek which is also very nice (laughs) but it's a different different story
1: wow i never heard that before actually but that is super interesting and something i want to touch on before we um, wrap up the episode is the connection between as you say um freeing ourselves into an orgasm or on the opposite side having tension and pain um, in our vaginas or our genitals and being blocked and the connection to the emotional states Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can you explain us a little bit about that
0: yeah so we are psychosomatic beings yeah that we all know there's also much more subtle um science of energy from yoga and from also western esoteric science uh, that explains that we cannot disconnect our body from our feelings Mm. and from other levels as well but let's just stay with this so the body remembers that which we chose to forget and when we choose to forget something be it from trauma and childhood, be it from some events that we didn't like. And we just chose to forget it, but we forgot it on a conscious level, but they still exist in the subconscious. Mm. So when things exist in the subconscious, they will manifest somehow, yes. sooner or later. We don't know when, yeah, it's unpredictable, but it, they will manifest. And then when something manifests in the body, and especially in the yoni, in the vagina of a woman, and the vagina, so she's also the representation of the ultimate feminine, the yoni. Mm-hmm. So when we speak about feminine receptivity, then the yoni, she is the ultimate receptivity. And everything that is stored in the yoni is something that we have accumulated in our system. And by working directly on the yoni, we can release things that have been stored in our whole system, because the yoni has absorbed it all. and then by going into the discomfort in a safe environment yeah it may be with a therapist or with a loving partner or by yourself absolutely first of all it actually could be nice to go there by yourself by going there and leaning into the discomfort and even the burning and even the pleasure the displeasure and even the achiness and things that you're like oh no 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 it's like i need to go to gynecologist to, for them to touch me. but it's like how come you're comfortable for gynecologist to touch you but you're not comfortable to touch on yourself like there's something wrong here mm-hmm. um so by going into those places and what i mean is like really taking a finger or taking a dildo uh, better to use like a crystal wand or something that is nice not just a plastic kind of vibrating thing this i don't recommend but like going into those places of discomfort we always find that there will be an emotional release
1: Mm.
0: and it may be first there may be numbness or nothing but numbness but numbness is not nothing numbness is numbness and so underneath numbness there is something Mm. and when we stay long enough in those areas where we feel numbness or seemingly nothingness then there will be pain usually And when we let ourselves go into pain, then there will be some kind of emotional connection to it. And there might be tears, or there may be laughter, or there may be anger, and we don't know what. Mm. But then that's a really powerful way to also learn to give space to those emotions and then to find pleasure in feeling them. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's really a whole... um holistic way of actually expressing emotions and physical pain and sensations at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's wildly fascinating. And I noticed that I tried uh, to use a yoni egg and did some of your exercises. And for the first time in my life I had after that, a pain-free period. Uh-huh. wow amazing so you use only once no i've uh, done a couple of exercises uh-huh. okay. uh, it, but it's interesting also because it goes kind of on and off when i feel like i am ready to do it uh almost when there's too much going on in life and you feel kind of um overwhelmed it's interesting to see how you close off different areas and uh, you're not receptive to take in for example to do work on a yoni egg um, it's just yeah wild, interesting to see how it's all so connected yeah absolutely yeah and I feel like well no
0: it's not the time no, no no I don't I don't have time for it or something but then it's like you do it and then it's like oh my god I had no idea I was holding on to so much yeah yeah and it's really normal to keep accumulating things you know there's no such state that we come into life no matter how advanced or whatever how many years you've worked they will not be the state of like okay now i'm free from all emotions now i'm not <laughs> triggered by anything now i'm not accumulating it's not such thing it's part of being a human yeah. keep accumulating things and then having those beautiful tools on cleansing ourselves on Processing those things that happen that touch us—it's—it's it's so beautiful to do that. Or else, if we don't, then we develop cysts, then we develop pains, and it's not only in the yoni; it's everywhere. Yeah, it can be in the liver, in the stomach, and the heart. Number one uh, reason for death on our planet is heart attack. Mm-hmm. Wow. What do you think? It's like people not wanting to feel their hearts, mm-hmm. and, and then those huge diseases start to happen. So let's feel that's what mm-hmm. feel.
1: Yeah, so going back to what you said, um in the beginning it's I feel like it's a lot about learning how to flow with life basically with all of these emotions, with the events happening, how can we still come back to that unconditional power we have within us? Mm. Exactly. Which is yeah.
0: I believe and remember that none of it is taking away the power. Mm. Nothing
1: takes away the power. Mm. Yeah, that's I true. guess that's where we kind of misunderstand sometimes that if you feel really, really sad or if you feel angry, we connect that to shame and that we're not powerful and we're not worthy and then it kind of spirals down instead of swip, swip, what's it called? <laughs> swapping it around <laughs> and seeing that that is the massive power. is expressing yeah, and flowing and yeah. seeing that underneath the waves of emotions, we are... Um, always open and loving and in the power
0: exactly power always comes up comes back yeah
1: Mm. Mm. what a big learning such important topics and uh i would love for you to tell us a little bit about which offerings you have right now for our listeners who are interested in going into this work more and i i think many of them will and want to and they feel like something has sparked today and they they feel drawn so where can they find you and what can they do um, mm-hmm. to practice
0: yeah i'd love to share um, i'm just in a couple of days i'm having a ritual but i think the episode probably won't be released by
1: then mm, maybe you can share it anyway yeah let's share it yeah so just this week on the 7th of
0: november i'm having um, a ritual a two-hour guided uh, experience for people for singles for couples to go it's very it's going to be powerful it's like we're going to go very deep into the depth of our devotion and our yearning of the heart mm-hmm. and then encounter anything that's there there may be wild emotions it tremendous pleasure but deep 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 down this longing for love Mm -hmm. that is insatiable inside of us so it will be a guided experience on thursday i'm really really excited for that and it's just a one-off event and i it's a it's a cool way to also get a a taste of my work definitely uh-huh. and then this is leading to a training uh, that i'm facilitating just later this month starting on the 20th fire of love mm-hmm. and it's uh, also a really powerful way to be together in a person in person space in spain uh, where we are diving very deep into love and the true meaning of love and the fire that illuminates Anything that's within us that illuminates all the place that we've been hiding from, any place that that we feel too scared to see our own bigness and that invitation that love holds
1: for us to remember ourselves as love. Mm, So beautiful. And I also have to add, I recommend the Activated Woman course that you have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, available. It should be for everyone to, mm-hmm. to do that I think everyone needs that course mm-hmm. um, and we can find everything on your website yes very easily I'm also on social media on Instagram especially and um, yeah my website So we will... perfect we will also link to everything um, in the episode notes so everyone can find it easily there. And uh, is there anything that you want to add in the episode that's important or that you have on your heart?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel we've touched such uh, powerful, deep topics. Like, um,
1: yeah, I feel I feel it's complete. I feel this is oh, just amazing. Well, thank you so much for bringing your wisdom and energy and love and expression into our space. We're very, very thankful and um, we're going to continue to follow your work and we really admire you, both of us. Yes, it's so, always so empowering to be in your space. So thank you so much. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed uh, to be here with you. Thank you for what you are offering to the world oh. as well. Thank you, so glad.